0: coverage uh this series is over but we are just getting started here on super mater brothers podcasting let's talk about this documentary series i'm dave mater joined by my brother jeff mater and uh a, a great panel tonight um we have the ever salty jody simpson say hello jody hello, joined jody. by his beau candace how are you, oh, candace? No. How are you doing
1: well <laughs> i know she's a girl right yes
0: yeah. so, well, significant other. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then coming to us on Layaway from Brisbane, Australia, we have Sterling Slowcock Bennett. It's already Monday where he is. Yep. How are you doing, Sterling?
2: In the future. While,
0: hey. Okay. Um, we are covering the first seven episodes of this series. It was about a five-hour journey altogether, I believe. There is a lot to break down here, uh, and we may be here for an hour. We may be here for a couple of hours. It's unclear, but there's a lot to talk about here. This has been a cultural phenomenon. This has been one of the great moments of, or one of the worst moments, depending on how you want to look at it, of modern society. Um, This documentary series... um, Maybe it was a, uh, a an accident, maybe a mistake. Um, you know, sort of the right people were in the right place at the right time to capture this um, particular aspect of American society of the of zoology and uh, and the big cat trade in, in uh, Western society. So um, let's uh, let's go around to the panel tonight, uh, Jeff. Um, You You are the most recent to have finished this series. Uh, You watched it last night, starting last night, and caught up today. So I'm about a week removed from having watched this. I've had about seven days in total to uh, think about this show, this documentary. Uh, So how are you feeling about it right now?
1: Well, it's kind of like you said, it's fresh. Um, At first, you know, like... It's kind of like what Jody said to me last night. He's like, at first, you're kind of like, why am I watching this? And then it gets to a point where it just keeps snowballing and cascading and getting worse and worse in a, a, a numerous amount of ways. Um, every one of the characters that they kind of bring on to this, this this documentary are insane, but in their own way. Like, they're they all have different idiosyncrasies. And that's why I think it's like polarizing, and that's why some people are on certain people's sides here, which I don't. I, I think we need to be careful and kind of go like, they're all probably immoral, you know, in in in, in, right. in, in some way. That's, and that, yeah. that's, those are my first well, thoughts. I'll take it over, but yeah, okay, yeah. Candace Candice,
0: and Jody, um, how do you feel about the uh, maybe the people we met in this documentary series and sort of the um. Um, the outcome where they ended up, and maybe where you hope that they will. Uh, uh, some of the other ones that are unresolved, like maybe Jeff Lowe will end up. Um, so, what's your take on this whole show?
3: Um. Well, I think that there's a bunch of crazy happening in there. I think Rick Kirkham, if we could see the footage that was burnt, um, in the alligator house, <laughs> I think we would be less. I don't know, less questionable. <laughs> Maybe we would have seen more of what Joe was up to. But I think that the whole band of characters, most of them were very morally wrong. Um, and some of them really need to be resting their ass in jail that aren't in jail.
0: OK, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, Jody, any thoughts? Hide your kids.
4: Hide your tigers! This is madness. <laughs> this is madness. And and the the big issue here is that literally it's you're trying to pick the best of the worst. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. there's no there's no winner here. Nobody won this. This yeah. is the only one who maybe have won this is the blonde hair zookeeper guy that like. Really had nothing to do with it for the most part.
1: So uh, the manager, the manager guy, or, or there's two of them. There's the manager, and then there was the head keeper.
3: Eric is. I'm not
1: talking about the guys
4: that worked at the actual zoo that oh, the Tiger um, King was at. I'm talking about the guy that they keep talking to during
1: the interviews every. so you often. Mean it's always Joe? wearing the hat. The guy from <laughs> South Carolina, the. No, Jonah- no the guy who works um the there's a number of uh, there's a number of staff there's
0: so for.
4: many bloody screw ups in this show uh, really there's nice eric uh
0: he's the the meth head
4: uh, his last name starts with an a angler angler oh
1: the, yeah.
3: oh, yeah. the gray-haired oh, gray haired man the guy that was riding on the the guy that was riding, the 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 that was riding on
1: the elephants right that's the guy you're yeah. about?
3: his name is bob Gavin.
4: Whatever. Yeah, anyway, but the fog
3: Gavin means Lord, which Whatever. like you think he's about the only good one in the whole group.
4: No, I don't say he's good. I just say he's the least of the worst.
3: No, he only <laughs> like drowned kittens. Yeah, oh well, he yeah. just
1: got away with it easier because he was smarter. Any? Yeah. Well, he was intelligent.
3: That's what you're compared to like I think Joe was slow somewhere.
1: All right. <laughs> all right, they're all slow. Well, let's send it over to Sterling and see what yeah kind of what Sterling was thinking.
0: Yeah, Sterling, so uh, uh, how long has has it been since you've watched this series through? Uh, It's a few days now? So the last, like, week
5: being here in Australia with the Vince, we've been, like, each watching our own pace, but I watched it ahead, and then last night at, like, 2 a.m., I finished the last two episodes, and it was just, like, a why. Like, I don't know how it got on TV, to be honest, with this show. Like, it's just... The more I watched it, I'm like, how is this a thing? Um but it was like mm-hmm. the guilty pleasure and like that addiction. You just can't stop. And yeah, I don't know. I think the it's biggest winner probably be camera
3: My favorite thing about this whole show though, was cause I watched it before Jody did. Yeah. And so he was watching the first episode and it was just coming to an end and he goes, ah, oh, fuck. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I gotta watch the next one because like it just, I need answers. It's like crack. Yeah. So, but yeah. every episode was like that. Didn't you find that, Sterling?
5: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Every, you just had to keep watching it. And yeah. like, in the middle of the episode, you're like, oh, this is a long thing. At the end, you're like, oh, it's over. I have to watch the next one already. And like, it's just that constant cycle of like, regretting your decision of watching this show and then needing to watch the next episode. And then it's just that cycle of regret and then enjoyment and then back at the end of regret.
3: Yeah, no, I totally get it.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot going on in this show i think uh as i was getting maybe to episode five myself i was kind of like do i care what happens to these yeah. people do i really is there you know this only ends in different levels of bad there is no happy ending here well rumor has there's another episode now eh well what? that's true so there's some breaking news another episode
2: and breaking news or just no, one just more
0: the breaking news coming out of this week is we are coming at you from April 5th, uh, first contact day, if you're a Star Trek fan. Um, April 5th is telling us, yeah, that we are going to get another uh, episode, an eighth episode of this show in the coming days or weeks. And the other uh, big news is that COVID-19, as we are in the, uh, in the depths of this pandemic, has jumped uh, from humans to tigers. And, yes, this is the other breaking news. Um, And since COVID-19 has jumped from humans to tigers, it doesn't seem to be ultimately going to um, uh, be a a fairly fatal disease for tigers. But what it could mean is that uh, a tiger virus that we are unfamiliar with could now jump from tiger to human.
4: Are you insinuating that Joe Exotic may have started COVID-19?
0: Um, I'm saying I'm saying that there. Well, is it a coincidence? I don't know if I believe in coincidences, Jody.
4: What's your source on that? If you don't
0: mind me asking. Uh, <laughs> Google
1: and the uh, tiger at Bronx Zoo test positive for coronavirus. Okay. No yeah.
0: This is a yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I both, I'm, that I'm that not BSing you on this. <laughs> wow.
1: They
0: like,
5: didn't go get it in jail.
0: Yeah, now, so, well, there's been a number of criminals, uh, prison uh, dwellers who have uh, contracted the, the COVID-19, the coronavirus, uh, including uh, Harvey Weinstein, and I've also heard, yeah, Joe Exotic, who is the feature of this documentary series. Um, can we talk about, can we start, okay, I think ultimately this show is about Joe Exotic, but there's kind of three yeah. main characters or, or or three main players in this big cat trade, that we have to cover. One is Joe Exotic, of course. The other is uh, Carol Baskin, and the third being Doc Antle. But let's start with Joe Exotic because I think he's kind of the, the main focus here. Uh, he, I think, I was first introduced to him around the time of uh, the presidential election, twenty sixteen uh i remember watching a john oliver piece where he appeared so he had yeah. been a presidential candidate and he was he was a uh, build in that same video as a gay gun nut tiger breeder drug addict um and uh, and motivational speaker um i where ultimately do does the panel tonight uh fall on joe exotic is this man he's is he sort of a sad sorry case Is he a malevolent uh, villain of our time and a criminal who should be locked away or someone who maybe deserves more pity? I'm sort of flip flopping on the issue. Maybe we'll start with uh, Jody and Candace on this one.
4: Um, I think Joe is, he really is, I guess he's the devil of his own circumstance. He, he created his circumstance. The guy isn't as stupid as everybody thinks he is, in my opinion. OK, however, I think he's also the kind of guy that people can walk over without an issue. Uh, and I think some of the people that he hung out with or did business with or anything all walked over him. Uh, does he belong in jail? Yes. OK, um, you, you don't try to get someone killed. Plain and simple. It's right. you know, that's, that's a fucking no brainer. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Did you believe that 100 percent he did that? oh uh, without
4: question i think he did i did think he they have him on record threatening her life over and over oh and over. i know
1: yeah I mean, yeah do, do you think do you think he was set up by the uh what's his name the jeff low the guy who took a zoo
2: yeah
4: uh i don't know if they i don't know if jeff lowe's smart enough quite honestly he doesn't he doesn't hit me as the kind of guy who's really that bright um you know, it's, it, and then they find out later, like the guy has barely any money. He's like living on credit for everything, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think, I think Joe looked at an opportunity. He found an opportunity. Someone set him up, which I'm sure was probably uh, low. Um, but one way or the other, he said the words and he paid the deed. So regard I, is is Jeff Lowe an accessory? Absolutely. And I'm sure they're going to get him too. Okay. Yeah, but, they,
0: kind of, they kind of allude to that in the documentary. Like he might yeah, get I his coming uh, eventually.
4: To do with him. The,
0: uh, yeah, it, but, it, things might catch up to him one day. But uh, as of now, he is fine.
4: Yeah, he he's really a victim of his own circumstance, uh, Joe, in my opinion. But like, it, I I don't think he deserves the entire amount of time he got, uh, because this lady, like the what's her name, Carol, Carol Baskin, um, yeah. Carol Baskin, yeah. Uh, Carol Baskin is probably the closest to a legal gangster you can find. Like, like she really is. Like, let's be honest. Like, she's literally a legal gangster. Like, she's she's just trying to bankrupt everybody to have her little cause. This is the same woman that did the exact same shit that he did. Uh, yeah, she was all breeding, all that shit too. So
3: she
1: wasn't doing the petting stuff and that kind of shit. That was Ster- yeah, she
3: was at the beginning. She was
1: yeah. She, um, she
3: was. She wasn't.
1: She wasn't. She wasn't doing it to the extent that Joe Exotic or or the other guy Bhagavan, was doing. She was making. She was doing it under the guise that her place was a sanctuary, and and like that it was a better place for tigers. Now we could debate that, but I'm not so sure it was. She,
3: no. no. She made videos on how to breed and take care of cats. The, oh, her God. and her husband, um, Don Lewis. Don Lewis. Don. Yeah. Um. That's they. So, what, yeah. They. Developed this in the beginning as a money opportunity just like everyone else did and I think that this whole cast like they're all opportunists like Jeff Lowe totally saw an opportunity with Joe but Joe saw an opportunity with him because he was such a shyster like Jeff was such a shyster that he believed Joe believed that they had money to invest in his in his cause because he was losing this battle and money to Carol Baskin. But then, you know, I think the one that we really need to look at is James Garrettson who is the like redheaded fat <laughs> child. <laughs> he's,
4: he's basically the guy that literally, if you took all the pond stars and put them all a together, together one
3: guy, he looks like, he looks
4: like the he current, was ambier- in,
3: he was a snitch for um, the forest and fisheries. Which falls yeah. into zoos. Snitches.
4: Snitches are bitches. Bitches,
3: yeah. Snitches are bitches, and that dude's gonna end up in a ditch. I'm pretty they're sure they're all going to.
4: But,
2: they're all
3: sick. Yeah, they're all opportunists, and yeah. I think that when you live in a world where you are seeking opportunity at all times, this is what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. You're totally right, uh, Sterling. Uh, how do you feel about Joe?
5: i i feel bad for him to be honest like i totally agree he should be in jail uh do i think that he got fully set up by garrison and uh joe lewis whatever his name is uh for like the death yeah the whole plan itself like that masterminded plan i don't know if joe actually has it in him to make that big of a mastermind plan and it's not really that mastermind just sending a crackhead down to florida to kill her so I don't know if that was. Ma- it just seems like I agree with Joe in the sense that it's sort of like the perfect storm that Garrison, Jeff Lowe, and Jeff Lowe's like handyman were the ones who were involved. Alan in Glover. It. It, it does seem like a little perfect uh, for that. But of course, all those videos he put. He wanted Carol dead. Uh, would he have done it? Who knows. But his whole life was like a tragedy, right? And his story led him to the way it was. It's just, it's just the weirdest story. Like the fact that in episode two, you randomly find out he's. Um, a, a part of the LGBTQ with two husbands, and they're both straight, and like it's just such an interesting story. I just want a psychologist
0: <laughs> to sit down. With are them. they both straight, though? Come on.
3: Oh no, uh, yeah, they you know know totally what? both were straight. No, they, the yeah, third one was. they third were. Yeah, one one. you are a drug addict. You will do anything to get what you need. Yep. Okay,
4: one way or the other. The one thing I did like about this show is they didn't emphasize anything really to do with him being gay for the most part, which I actually yeah. was pretty
0: good. Uh, like. But okay, let's look at this. Yes. Off. Yes, they were technically old enough, just barely of adult consent. But let's face it, he basically got them addicted to drugs.
3: Oh, no, I uh, think they were already addicted they were already to drugs. drugs. or they
0: already were addicted and he, and an he became to, the
3: vet, to yeah, he, feed them more drugs. I was like, yeah. Hey, I got the hey, drugs. I got
0: here. I got baby tigers. I got, I'll supply you all your drugs that you want. And and one next thing you know, you're married to yeah. Joe. And, if you're uh,
4: high as a kite and some guy comes to you and says, you come live with me. I got all the drugs you need and I, you get to play with tigers. But well, come on.
2: <laughs> I, yeah. I, well,
4: I, Jody, I don't
0: know. I don't know if that's how I would end up, Jody. I, I...
1: <laughs> my question, I think
4: Jody Dave, yeah. out of everybody on this panel, I think you're the one that would.
0: Yeah. My, <laughs> my,
4: my
1: <laughs> question um, really comes down to with the most shocking moment for the documentary for me was the whole thing that surrounded Travis. Where Travis right. shoots himself in the head. They they said that he felt like he was a prisoner, that Joe was wouldn't let him leave. Now they don't show us a lot of evidence for this, but just no. that just that's what he said, and that's how he felt. And um, I just would have liked to have seen them delve into that a little bit more because it was kind of like yeah. it happened and then they moved on. How would and we th- feel
0: about Joe if this if it wasn't he wasn't gay and this Joe had been doing this with like sort of like uh, women in their early twenties, instead of uh, these men,
3: felt no, uh, any different. Amy. But then we know different than Dr. Antle. Dr.
0: Antle <laughs> literally
5: grooms seventeen-year-old girls to come become his because right. And then, if they wanted to stay there longer, they like slept with them. And like, that's a cult. Every- like Dr. Antle legitimately has
4: a cult going on with him. Everyone gets a- going on,
3: and everyone gets a new set of tits.
1: They're all cults. Mm-hmm. All three of them are cults. All three people yeah. are
5: called different, leaders. Different ways. but Yo, Yeah, exactly. Like Carol with her staff, they don't even get paid. At least the other ones get a little bit of pay. But like Carol just gets people to volunteer there for ridiculous hours every week for free because it's animal.
0: Like and what is it about the tigers? What is it about a tiger that is so hypnotic to people that people will give up their life, liberty, everything about them to follow this these it's, people?
4: It's heavily chaos. Like oh, Carol Baskin yeah, has
2: an army
0: of, of volunteers who don't get paid, right?
4: Yeah.
0: And Basket
4: they get to cu- they get to cuddle chaos. That's all. Yeah.
0: And and Doc Antle yeah. has sort of like this weird sex um, ring thing going on where you don't have to but if you sleep with him you will move up the ranks of his uh, of his zookeeper cult operation faster. And Similar, I'd say that uh, that Joe is Joe Exotic is similar to Doc Antle in a lot of ways. Although he has sort of this um, island of misfit toys aspect, where he kind of takes like sort of these down and out people, whether they be drug addicts, homeless people, whoever, um, people who are sort of down. On their luck and he's like come in here become a zookeeper become a tiger trainer uh, marry me and i'll give you all you all the meth you want and you can play with baby tigers for as much as you want and so he's yeah he's just like more of a, a kind of a trailer park version of doc Antle. is that a, actual, is that well, actually accurate
3: he manages money and his his situation differently than Joda. I
4: think I think Antle is the smartest of the bunch.
3: I think so too. He knows what he's doing.
4: Oh, he's fully aware he that, that he's running
3: to,
0: a cult. He's just figured
4: out how to do it without
0: getting nailed.
3: And he can capitalize on it all. His I,
0: real name is Kevin Antle. Um, but he was by Bavag. Bavagan? Bagavita. The Baga Vida. Baga Vida from South Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And so anybody entering his park is paying at least like $340 a day, if not like... Well, yeah.
4: He was saying like $300 to like $600,
0: $700 a day. Uh, There is big money in this cat trade, clearly.
3: Um, And it's funny because I work with a girl who has worked in the zoo industry. And she says she can completely see how people become infatuated with the tigers. She said, you know, one of her jobs was when the tigers were little, she used to take them home with her and through the night and, and keep them fed and safe. And she said, you know, I can see why people want to do that because it, it the, the um, dopamine that you get from being around those animals. But she said like a 30 minute session with a cat whether it was asleep or not 150 bucks and that's here in Canada.
0: And that's, and that goes on here. It's like, so the, the African lion safari or uh, which is here in sort of the Hamilton area, or there's like the Kilman zoo, which is up sort of in the Haldeman area Mm -hmm. around our parts. Um, But these operations are going on all around the world. These private zoos, these people who have these, um, big exotic cats from all around the world that they've collected um uh, what started this documentary series was this whole, was this whole snow leopard he, that he saw in the back of a hot van in in Florida kind of alerted people to this and like i have to i have to agree that like is this really as a species as a human race uh, as a western civilization what we want to be doing with these animals like um oh, definitely not this is this no. is m- morally very bad. Um, what
2: we're
4: oh doing. everything about this show. This show literally, if you if you watch this show and come out of this show thinking that you're worse off than these people, you really are doing something wrong in your life. Because uh, <laughs> the the moral compass on everybody in this bloody show is just yeah. it, it's it's I, I can't even explain it. It's just it's all over the place.
0: Okay, let's talk about Carol Baskin for a minute because I think she's worth touching upon here. Uh, Big Cat Rescue of Tampa, Florida, uh, along with uh, Harold Baskin, her current husband, but perhaps uh, maybe worth mentioning her second, her her first husband, Don Lewis. um, Actually, her third. Her third, actually, so she no.
4: Yeah, because she was married young, and then
3: Howard is her third. Don was her second. Don was the second on the side of the road. Right, um, it's just a creepy story altogether. Are we all? Oh,
0: if we were the jury here, everybody—if the five of us were the jury—would uh, we convict Carol Baskin for the murder of Don Lewis? Absolutely. Uh,
2: no, there's not
1: enough yeah.
4: evidence. I, I can't. No, or not I, enough
0: information. Not, I would, not, I, not I, I would vote to convict. So I think we have a hung jury because Jeff would be the
1: skeptic of this jury. Well, uh, wait, no, wait. it's not that I'm the skeptic. I might believe that she did it, but I can't convict somebody with no evidence. You
4: can't convict them without there. There isn't well, enough blatant information to say absolutely 100 she did.
1: I, so, I do. But look think at the you're reaction when you saying
5: it. She looks like a sociopath when she was talking about it, like rolling her eyes, being like, "Oh, there's no way." And I'm like, "Yo, you 100 yeah. did it."
4: But to somebody, yeah. to somebody who doesn't know me, I could be a sociopath in their eyes. Like it's, right. It, right. you can't go on that. Unfortunately, even yeah, though yeah. I, I agree with you 100%, Sterling. I agree. Like, I think you did. Look didn't. at her, and you get such a creepy, like I, I bake children in my oven vibe from her. <laughs> you know, like it's, she's yeah. she's definitely like that's the vibe I get.
0: Like. You can't convict people on a vibe, unfortunately. A vibe,
2: you know? no. uh, right.
1: Even Joe Exotics case, I'm not so sure they had enough evidence to convict him on the euthanasian like of the tigers or whatever. Just because they found the bodies, I don't. Know. What if those tigers were sick? I, there's we don't really know like well, why he killed those tigers. He did He we, we like he, I don't, well, he, admitted he admitted to, to killing them. That's correct, but he, he admitted also,
4: to five of them. He said he euthanized them. Yes, because uh, but that's all we heard, right? We didn't hear why he yeah. euthanized them.
3: Yeah, but right. then this Doc Like, Antel this is money guy.
4: to him. Like, let's be honest. It's money to him. He's not going to shoot fucking tigers unless he has to. He's probably right. putting them out of their misery. Right. That's probably what's happening.
3: Well, Doc yeah. Antel like, has, like, he's got a crematorium in his, in That's his facility. Why? And he is definitely killing Bro. the tigers yeah, that they are basically over 16 weeks. That, because yeah, they're a, a waste of money after that. You yeah. like you only earn money on tigers until 16 weeks, and then after that they're just an expense to your business. I'm sure that, he turns- that is why Doc Antle is doing as well as he is because he just he's just he's looking at it as a business thing. They're not cute cuddly tigers. They're for 16 weeks. I can make 350 bucks for a half an hour of these guys and they're making they're, they're like bringing in the cash to keep everything going and then he's like and then after that I don't need them anymore so they're dead.
1: My question is do you need a license to own these cats?
3: No, not in the states not you in don't. The states. In so why Canada, do you, you do.
1: Why do you need a license to be a vet but you don't need a license to own these cats? Because these are pets. Money. I have, I they're have, like have, owning I, dogs. Have, but so the to me the the failure that was not talked enough about in this documentary was the role of the government not putting in regulations to make sure that these people cannot do this.
3: But that's what Carol Baskin's all about.
1: Well, that's what she's uh,
3: yeah. But yet she has twelve tigers on site.
1: Right, she's a hypocrite. She does you know she's only doing it because it benefits her because she has a sanctuary.
4: Well, that was one of my favorite scenes, and I don't remember what episode. I think it was like three or four. And she's talking about, uh, you, you see, the, you know, the pens in the background, she's walking around her kind of like yard area. Yeah. And, her and pens she's are like, so she's like, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to give them the best quality <laughs> of life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm looking at what she's showing. And you're like, this is the exact same thing.
3: Yeah. But Joe even worse
4: actually, because like they Baskin. got to, they got a feed out of this little, uh, you know, little tiny pen area kind of thing. They got to stick their head in to get food and, or water or whatever it was. And it's like, unbelievable it's like it's literally the same shit just a different way
3: well and joe's facility was much more grand for the tigers well wow, he was a showman right yeah um and doc antles it like he puts his money into caging the pets yeah.
0: right you know, all, all, all of doc antles tigers looked Very well fed. They were kind of beautiful. Yes, beautiful. Well done. Uh, But like, but uh, Joe's uh, ones kind of were the trailer park tigers a little bit. I I, that scene where Walmart
3: meat.
1: (laughs) There's
0: the Walmart meat, and we need to talk about the Walmart meat quite a bit. Um, And I think it's even in the first episode where you know um, Doc Antle talks about he spends what ten thousand dollars a year to feed each tiger. Uh, whereas Joe spends only $3,000 a year to feed each tiger yeah. and he c- cuts a lot of corners and he kind of goes, um, uh, you know, he finds ways to feed these ones for a lot less. And it's quite sad because you saw the, you know, he feeds them maybe fewer times and these tigers are
3: in processed meats with chemicals. Like I would say that his yeah. facility is like Walmart and Doc Antle's facility is like Hudson Bay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps, yeah. Uh, So, okay, was that Walmart meat expired or was it just like sort of the meat they couldn't return back to the the fridge?
1: the thing they explained was, I, I, which I never heard of, is if you go to the cash register and then you go to pay for it and then like your credit card declines, they go, okay, okay, I can't buy it. They throw that meat out. Why wouldn't they just put it back on the shelf? That doesn't make any sense to me.
3: Because who knows how long it's been walking around the store and in, in, in their um, cart. I know that this is a practice of the United States and I'm not sure if Canada feels the same way about that practice.
4: How many times have you picked up? Have you picked up meat from a from a place like that though, and your finger's gone through the cellophane, like right.
3: mm-hmm.
4: that type of thing can happen, right? And there's no way they're gonna sit there and check every bloody package. So, well, at our
3: school, people, if like, your finger goes through the meat um, packaging, you can't purchase it.
0: Yeah, they won't even like. Even it if anymore.
3: it was your finger and your meat, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can't purchase it.
0: Right. Yeah. It was pretty gross though, watching that. I, oh, what right. would you? Animals. Would you eat the pizza? Would you eat the pizza at his mm. restaurant? No, where he, no. you you, you watch no the People
4: ate that before this came out, right? I, was like, oh, <laughs> I ate there at you the know? GW yeah. Zoo pizzeria, picar- like <laughs> right near the end. And he yeah. set up his own like pizza shop on site. Yeah,
3: or, you, or the, all the you,
4: meat was from the from the Walmart truck that's been sitting out no, they for didn't, three hours, but
3: they didn't say that. They didn't say that. That was the assumption.
4: Well, we're also. They gonna to them. Do them. What's that? I
3: just I think that like Joe really loved the cats in the beginning of his journey on this, and then in the end he was losing so much money because of his big fat mouth. And it's truly his own fault because he wouldn't shut up. He oh, wouldn't stop dogging. At his her. his
4: entire empire was destroyed by his own stupidity. Yeah.
3: yeah. So that I like I and I think he did feel bad that he wasn't able to feed those cats.
0: I don't understand why he didn't just go after his music career, fully. Because, because, because...
4: Millie Vanilli, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> what? He didn't sing. Those <laughs> songs. He didn't sing any of he it. He
3: didn't sing any of it. Didn't what
0: about he... that song, um, Hey Kitty Kitty? No.
4: No, all no? the songs that he did were all written by other people. He didn't write anything. No,
2: and two different guys. i
4: different saw them, time
2: a
3: All of, of like, oh, songs
4: were pre-recorded by another artist.
3: Or what? Yeah, that wasn't or, Joe. Was so no auto tune. No, Did no, you hear him singing live at Travis's yeah. uh, funeral? Like the guy, and it was sing, he but... could sing, but not near as well as he could on those recordings. Mm. Who was listening? Oh, my God. One of the one of the uh, vloggers that I watch on a regular basis, her husband was working out to that Tiger album. Um, I saw a Tiger or whatever. That no first clock. album that he did, he was working out to it, and she's like, I don't know what's going the on. The only right way there. I would
4: ever buy that CD would be if I can get Joe to sign it. Then I would own it. <laughs> That'd, be fair. That'd be fair. I think
3: Joe was a really interesting character, but, again, I think he made his bed. And he he had good intentions. He had good intentions, but he opened up um the opportunity ball for everyone to see to get him into jail. Well, like, and
4: if, if Carol think, didn't exist, yes, if Carol didn't we wouldn't have, yeah. have the
1: show. Why that's did me. Carol go after him way harder than she would have went after Bhagavan?
3: Because he's so yeah, open compared to Bagabon. Well, oh, also
4: dressing up fucking sex dolls and shooting them on the air.
1: No, no, no. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. She, she, like,
1: on. she was going after him before that. She was going after everything. Well, he mall. was doing the he malls heard, and stuff. Is she it, was, it, was, he
4: was in the malls? Yeah, so she saw the right. abuse then. I think her. that's what more well known,
5: right? Like Bagabon had like a more successful like let's say zoo itself for how like three fifty an hour to six hundred an hour. But Joe, he was literally traveling the country and he's becoming well-known in that sense. Like that sort of and like... jealous. Up- yeah, well, jealous of the popularity, but I think he was, he was like the more in the public figure, right? Like you hear like Shaquille O'Neal saying, shout out to like Joe Exotic, right? And all the celebrities yeah. were going to see Joe being yeah, in the Bagavon. Bagavon just had a more successful practice. Joe was the more famous entity. So who do you go after? You go after the guy on top in the
0: popularity scheme, right? I think also because Joe was way more active in the breeding. Um it yeah. was way yeah, I, I think Bhagavan was more like
3: Bhagavan bought stuff from him. Well, I and think
0: I, it's also it's also the accidents that were happening at a
4: zoos as well. Like that the one the one girl there like lost her fucking whole arm. Yeah, like,
3: but she even admits and it that it was she her came own back. fault.
0: Well, well no, excuse me, uh, uh, Saf is a he. That. I'm sorry.
3: Saf, I think is how you say
0: her name. S-A-F-F? Yeah. Uh, That that person goes by the he, him pronouns. Oh, is it him? Oh, he, him. Dave did his homework. I did. Uh, Jeff, can we talk about um, uh, the the, uh, wannabe Mark Burnett in Rick Kirkham, the producer, this guy who was going to make the – uh documentary or the joe exotic tv show originally Mm -hmm. uh we understand that uh this this uh, all of his uh, video footage was destroyed in some kind of a fire
3: was it though but
0: was it uh we saw a lot of uh footage in this show Mm -hmm. um what do you what do you make of that how do we have so much footage and coverage of all kinds of these different events despite the fact that apparently all this other documentary footage was destroyed
1: my question is When did the documentarian that actually made Tiger King here arrive at Joe Exotic's place? When did he get there?
0: About 2015, I think.
1: Is that right?
4: Okay. Because we don't. Yeah, make... just before his election stuff.
1: Oh, okay. So, okay. So you're right. So we do have a lot of footage. Uh, that's not really explained, like, where, whose footage that is, other than or why that footage was preserved. Um, but the one thing that stuck with me with uh, that Rick guy was right at the end of the series where he says, you know, I was the one that had to film this stuff. It's like, no, you did not have to do this.
2: <laughs> oh, you were, you were all about it.
3: He was all yeah. about it because he saw again a money grab. Oh, right? This is guy's so this is insane. Gold. Yeah. This
4: is gold. This is like you're printing your own paycheck on this one.
3: Yeah, but parent he lost his shirt in all of it, and he's living someplace in Norway.
4: Whatever. Norway. I'm sure, I'm sure Netflix paid something for this.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Well, I, I believe Rick Kirkham who was this uh, documentary, or sorry, this um, reality TV producer who kind of took his stuff to the next level. So this is a guy um, who was
4: from, like, Inside Edition. Was, yeah, uh, I he think he had
0: a great um, resume, let's be honest. got addicted to crack and then it sort of ended up on the bottom and that's how he sort of ended up connecting with Joe Exotic and that, that was uh, this was sort of his second chance. Yeah, yeah was,
3: that makes sense, right?
0: um uh sterling as a fellow motivational speaker how do you feel about uh joe exotic's uh, take on drugs and alcohol and him (laughs) saying uh that they should just stay off drugs uh
5: Uh, i think he exploited the use of drug and alcohol for slave labor and then of course husbands so I, i don't really know if he has a positive take on it at all um I guess he gave them a sort of safe space so they don't end up in jail, but he definitely exploited it, right? So,
0: right. The story was his um, brother. His brother was killed uh, by a drunk yeah. driver, sort of while yeah. he was while they were, he was taking their sister to school. I think
5: was, was moving the- her, yeah, like states, and then he has her, his tattoo on his forearm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't but, know. I don't really. What episode did he talk about as, like advocacy for? anti-drug use like what else
0: was only in the first episode
3: yeah and he was going mm. to high schools and talking about it
0: yeah right but then he seemed to very much use that to recruit young boys uh who were also drug addicts uh because you know he could fuel that drug addiction with sort of the bankroll that from his tiger business uh and then because john finley who okay was this guy. Gay or straight, uh, he was. He was with um, Joe for eleven years. Uh, in many of his music videos, many, uh had a triple wedding with him and his second husband, Travis Maldonado. Um, I think that this guy was very bad, very very bad. Why? Uh, oh, Why do you think he was bad? I think he. I think he, he exploited people, vulnerable people. Who to Joe Exotic? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. I, his, his, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he meant his husband. I his husband. Um, I think he left. He was done when the, the we were just talking about earlier when uh his whole place got burned down and all that guy's alligators got killed. He was done with Joe Exotic right then. That was it. That that was the moment where he was out. Um, mm-hmm. he found out that he was possibly involved of, of doing that arson because he was conveniently at a funeral that's when his husband was like i'm done with you yeah uh, whereas like the other guy shoots himself in the head which was the most shocking moment for me because like i kind of i was like why is this guy not in any interview like they, they've only shown us like, like footage
3: of him yeah
1: footage of him and i was like something happened to this guy i said to amanda when we we're watching i was like there, something happened to this guy because they're not showing him and then i was like did he like was he the guy Joe killed? Because like he, Joe was in prison at the beginning of the series. So I was like trying to figure it out, and then when they showed that moment where he shot himself and the libertarian campaign advisor, uh, campaign manager, that was just that 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 was the moment that hit me the hardest in the show. Was what was just just everything with that the funeral? Him singing at the funeral, just the mother, mother, mother. Everything with he was like you know very young you know I I think he was
2: straight
1: you know for the most part um I think Travis Travis? yeah I just don't I don't understand why he stayed there other than like said he was being forced to or drugs Um, well they said he was addicted to
0: weed. I, I, okay, I like weed, but I, I have never been that so much into weed that I would jo- marry but Joe. But when they also bring up
2: that he smoked
5: meth, like I swear in like episode two or three when they first introduced Travis, was they like, he's into meth and he got his meth there and he got to shoot as many guns as he wanted, had his four wheelers. And
0: I thought that was definitely true for John. I wasn't so John sure. John was about definitely Travis.
3: addicted to meth.
1: Yes, yeah. he says that. He says it fucked up his brain. And
0: by the way, John apparently is very upset with Netflix because they didn't show him with his new teeth. Right. He apparently got a whole new set of chompers after this. Uh, this was all filmed, so yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Well, good for him.
0: Yo, can we talk about <laughs> it uh, in the last
5: episode when he got his cover-up tattoo and how the cover-up tattoo didn't even cover up the tattoo? Like, I thought that was
4: the, most-
2: <laughs> the thing. Yeah,
5: after. you
4: still see like, like it in his little like area there, just before the pubes. He's got yeah. like, what was it, like a bowl or something? He got yeah, but up? I'm like, that's yeah, you, a got a bowl. you still see like stuff hanging out one side, the other. Yeah, yeah,
2: you still
0: feel yeah. like the jock and the exotic. <laughs> the guy who got this tattooed right above his dick was not gay. Is that what we're all saying here?
3: Yeah, I don't I, think he was gay.
1: I fully support the gay thought.
4: <laughs> I, think I think he was
2: bi. I don't think I mean, it matters. I mean,
1: but I would say he was probably bisexual. I mean, you don't spend 11 years with a man and say, hey, I'm straight you
4: know (laughs) so dave this actually kind of jumps into a comment we have from a viewer
0: okay no i haven't seen that yet oh here we go but uh do you not think that joe just caught up on his ego they or them question for the podcasters how do you feel about the statement gay for meth okay um well how do i feel about gay for meth um i have never been addicted to meth so i don't know what it does to you know, sort yeah. of uh, your personality. I, I I imagine the desperation of addiction could drive you to a lot of things. But
4: yeah. so using the uh, term gay and to substitute the word addiction or addicted,
0: I think is not
4: really well, <laughs> a I, good thing I, at all.
3: I kind of said that. kind of derogatory. It, it, and the that sexuality didn't matter. It's the addiction versus how, what you, what lifestyle you live to support that addiction.
4: That was yeah. uh, Melissa that said
3: that.
1: Maybe, maybe it's
4: like watching,
1: Melissa, like Tyrone Biggums from Chappelle's Show. He's like, you know, what what he would do, it just in the skit for to get crack. You know, maybe it's the same kind of thing. You know, he was. Yeah, got
3: any more of that crack?
1: Right. And I'll <laughs>
2: suck your dick for the crack. If you do yeah, look at the, right. the big
1: cat owners, they seem to have a lot of money. Even Joe Exotic, the amount of money that he, not only his expenses were, but the amount of money he was raking in as well. If I was a in like, that
3: I- business, you're only raking in the money when the business is good. And okay. Joe was starting to have I mean, like seams, people flying through there all the time. Seems falling apart though. That he was like drop of a hat had to close his facility. What do you make
0: of uh, uh, Joe's current husband, Dylan? Um, who I believe they're still married. Um, Which one's Dylan?
3: Dylan's the younger, younger of the. I I think if anything, he was he's with Joe because he loves Joe. To be honest, like yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: Dylan. He's the only one
5: that I Fully saw as being part of the let, like the LGBT. Let's be community. honest, it, yeah,
4: I mean, you love that guy.
0: <laughs> so so maybe John and Travis are sort of maybe straight or just these people who. What? would do basically whatever. Why are we like, up on this? I, does it matter? Yeah, yeah
1: it doesn't really matter uh, to the narrative of the story. Um what does matter I guess is if we look at a character like Joe Exotic, was he was he is he gay? I guess he is. You know, we know he's gay. Was oh, yeah. he used but was he using It seemed like at one point like when he lost Travis and he lost John, he got to a point where oh, he, he him. it was two months later where he finds Dylan or, or yeah and, and uh the, it just seemed like he needed somebody. Didn't matter who almost.
3: Uh, yeah. I think that there are a lot of people on this planet that do not know how to be alone.
1: Right. Yeah.
5: Um, but, like, can we just say, like, I don't want to be too uh, anti-PC here, but, like, I feel like in the dirty south, like, it's easier to find, like, a, I guess sort of like a trailer park woman than it would be to find a trailer park man. So I think we can comfortably say that Joey Exotic was LGBTQ, and that's why he always had husbands. But, like, because it would have been so easy for him to, him to find a, a trailer park wife, right? So if that was all was just companionship, I feel like he would have had, like, a Bhagavan situation with, like, five
4: wives. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right.
3: Yeah, no, I think that you're right there. Like,
4: were these, were, these, were these guys that he supposedly married, you know, were they getting something out of it as well other than just the relationship? Yes.
3: Absolutely. Yes, of course. But I out of the relationship,
0: right? Um, the fact that Joe Exotic uh, was sort of this militant, um, uh, well, gun nut for lack of a better term, I'm not sure how else to, uh, to, to, to label him, right. but the whole incident right. in Zanesville, Ohio, back in 2011, where that guy. I guess was running, uh, maybe he was a, a, a less successful version of Joe Exotic, and he had all these um, exotic animals, tigers, bears, wolves, baboon. monkeys, baboons, mountain lions, uh, actual lions, uh, He and he just let them out into the city, this small town of like maybe 50,000 oh, people one day. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, I remember yeah, that. And that's, and that sort of alerted everybody to this sort of this issue of like, you know, private citizens sort of without license being able to own these exotic animals and, and sort of what, the risk is there, and and obviously the the, the great uh, tragedy of that whole thing was that um, forty eight animals were killed uh, of the ones he let out. Uh, there was a there was a few that survived. That only and the only reason they survived was because they were the ones that he didn't let out. But there was eighteen tigers, uh, six black bears, two grizzlies bears, two wolves, um, a monkey, a jaguar. a, a menagerie.
3: A, yeah,
0: a, whole, yeah, a whole bunch of them and so I guess when when that happened everyone started talking about some sort of um, uh, legislation or uh, or any kind of um, uh, you know sort of what am I looking for the word the administration around it or law legislation around the whole thing and so and that's what Joe exotic started threatening uh, if you try to shut me down I this will be a mini Waco Um and he was willing to well and that put him right on the radar at that point right and yeah. i think
3: that he he opens his mouth before he thought about what the repercussions of what he was saying he's an angry man he is a dumbass
1: yeah yeah mhm and, and it's funny cuz he's actually the most sympathetic of the three big ones and yeah <laughs> ridiculous yeah, the that's right. two, well, just, you know
4: he's got a moral compass it's just it seems to kind of not always point north wait um, he's also oh,
1: yeah
2: but,
5: I, don't know, I just wonder, like, oh, you're saying like, he's the most sympathetic. I don't even still understand, like, looking back at the show, what Doc Antle's like, purpose was for being in the documentary. Like, obviously, Carol Baskin Character. makes sense. Why?
3: Character. She, because Carol fair, Baskin was but, like, after, like, after him,
0: too. Just yeah.
1: background. Background.
3: Uh, yeah. uh, and, uh,
0: and Doc he, Antle was a sort of mentor to Joe Exotic.
1: Yeah. They also bring, yeah. We didn't talk about the fourth guy, which was the Scarface type guy. Right, the uh, Ooh, Tony Montana. Montana, Tony Montana type guy who went to oh, prison. Oh,
3: that was like, like the uh, mafia criminal.
0: The Cuban guy, Mario, yeah. mm-hmm. was his name. Mario. Mario. Yeah. Um, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> yeah. Well, that guy. Well, he uh, he seemed to be the uh, at least lo- most low key, le- least boastful of the, of the four uh maybe he's not
3: open to the public he only has special events he um so like he wasn't open to the public whereas doc and joe both are open to the public and have like people can come in whoever can come in that mario guy he his was a private zoo like you had to book an appointment to go into that place
4: yeah it was like a gated community basically. and
3: even Carol Baskin Carol Baskin only opens her cat rescue to the public once a year. If you actually go onto her website and have a look, the the documentary made it seem like she was open all the time just like Joe was, but that wasn't the case.
0: Well, it's clear here that like there isn't a lot of regulation around this kind of thing in the states. And it seems like not a lot in Canada. Maybe uh, not that I know of. Um, uh, Yeah,
4: I'm not totally sure how it works in Canada. I do know that you can't just own a big cat, though.
1: Like
4: you have to have like some sort
0: of licensing or legislation for it. But let's say you did uh, or let's say there was Um, who would be in charge of enforcing this kind of thing. Would animal it.
3: control? No, would fishing.
4: and fishing and notions or whatever it is. Yeah. Would it be
3: the
0: the federal wildlife marshals? The hunting people.
3: It's the would, people, same people that were charging fishing licenses in Canada.
0: Would it be Marshal Will and Holly from Jan, Sal, and Bob Strike right Back?
3: <laughs>
0: uh, no, no, no. Okay, just wonder. Oh,
3: oh, where are you going there? Clearly, oh, where are you
5: going? Well, my roommates are up, so I'm going upstairs now where there's more quiet.
0: No, Isn't it like uh, 11 a.m. where you are?
5: Yeah, exactly. So they're up now, so I'm going to go sit over here. Right All right, we're good. 9
4: p.m. our time, but it's 8 a.m. your time, right?
3: Um, um, it, it,
1: it,
0: it, it, um, he's in the future. He's in the it's future. Yeah, the sun's up where you are. So what um,
1: Tigers and leopards are illegal to own in some provinces including BC and Canada but that isn't the case everywhere. In fact the legality of owning a big cat in Canada comes down to where you happen to be. Uh, so huh. um, Ontario had no lega- uh, no legislation for owning big cats in Ontario but in really? uh, BC there
3: You the- can't have them in large population and the only thing you don't need a license for is a serval I think in Ontario which is a weird looking cat. They're smaller than a tiger.
1: Mm-hmm. Um well, we have African Lion Safari. That's why it exists. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Jody and Candace, um, do you have any sense of why uh, the best seller at the GW Zoo gift shop was the sex gel?
4: Do I have any?
3: Why are you asking us that? Well, that it,
4: was was your tr- it was your best turn best to answer I a question. Know, I got sorry. pissed on by a tiger shirt.
3: Sure, yeah, I got pissed on by a tiger shirt.
4: <laughs> or the Joe condom.
3: Oh, no, no. It's the Joe underwear. And then the guy, goes, the guy goes, do you wear these underwear? He goes, no, I freeball it. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. A yeah I would the, whole, the whole documentary she kept saying to me, I can't believe that man wears no underwear. <laughs> 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 the, whole the whole time. Every other every episode she's like, uh, there's one part where he gets out of bed and he puts on pants and she goes, I just can't believe he doesn't wear underwear.
4: <laughs> I see well let's be honest. He's if he's gonna get bit, the underwear ain't gonna help him.
1: And he's talking about his Prince Albert. Remember when he's talking about his Prince Albert? He's
3: Anyhow,
1: he puts a he puts a
5: padlock on the end of his Prince Albert? Like
0: what? <laughs> what okay, what what purpose does the padlock serve exactly? Does he lock the the dick back together? Is that maybe, what
1: maybe it's a magic trick. You put the key into <laughs> this
4: well, a I, this locking mechanism. Uh, I think this is
0: important. I think we have to understand. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know, this is the first time I've ever been on this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we really have and, to talk uh, about Joe. We
4: need to, or, to get to the uh, bottom uh, the of it. Brothers' podcast is a little different than what I'm yeah. used to.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit different. Are,
3: I have a burning question, though. Yeah. Okay. Why do they film Alan Glover sitting in a tub during an interview? Like, Who's can that? You Which one's down? Alan Glover? He's the hitman. He's the hitman.
1: Hit, hit oh, God. That guy was creepy as fuck. Oh, hey, the teardrop? Oh
3: and I think out of all of them, he's actually pretty smart. Okay,
1: He's so, got
0: the, the teardrop right. that says he killed somebody, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Here's my yeah. little theory of what happened with this guy, okay? What happened was they show it kind of at the end, right? Remember the Thanksgiving... The thank no the Thanksgiving uh, buffet that Joe Exotic put out and he does it every year. He said that he got about three thousand dollars. Okay, from that,
3: and he uh, gave it all to Alan.
1: Right, and then but there's no proof of what he gave that three thousand dollars to him for. There's no proof uh, uh, actual what, evidence.
3: Yeah, uh, except for what Joe and Alan say the reason why he gave it to him.
1: You mean Jeff and Alan?
3: Oh yes, sorry, yep. Jeff and Alan. right.
1: So what if he gave that to that money to him for a different purpose like we actually don't know or whatever it is um and then so jeff and alan got together and go look he gave me this three thousand should we use this should we use this money to kind of get rid of this guy so i and i wonder if jeff and carol talked to each other and said i have a way that we can get rid of this guy we have a bunch of evidence of this guy threatening you over the years and they went out of their way to a- make sure that they framed him for, you know, like that, that was kind of where my head went with with everything with the $3,000 and then I don't know, like, I'm just not so sure that he was actually guilty of actually hiring Jeff's right hand man to go kill his mortal enemy. It just yeah. seems like he's not, like Jody said it before, he's not that stupid.
3: He's stupid. And Alan completely, completely hated Joe. So I think this is like they, perfect, yeah. Alan um, and Jeff's cut is a sure. perfect opportunity to set fucker up.
4: Right. But we also have to be honest. We have to be honest here, though. Joe, on numerous occasions, said he wanted this chick dead. Yes. Yeah. So yeah
3: like it's not
4: job. it's not unheard of to think that he would no. hire somebody to try to kill her.
3: But
1: it's also not unheard of that Jeff definitely wanted to get rid of this guy, and Carol yeah. absolutely wanted to get rid of this guy. Yes. Yeah. So it it, it oh. you know. It goes it, both ways. Oh yeah.
4: Okay. Whoever's phone's on vibrate, yeah. put it on silent.
1: Yeah. Who is that you, Sterling? But, but that that yeah, no proof. But because,
0: because it shakes it you your microphone.
3: So I think <laughs> Ashley Moore's posted on our chat about the print I think she's talking about the Prince Albert. <laughs> there is no point of the Prince Albert. It just people are into weird shit. I agree
0: can you explain the prince albert to me sterling what is it well, well isn't the prince albert like the
5: sexual like flesh? like it's just like a girl getting a clip piercing like it has like all the nerve endings there like so like during sex and all that it creates more tension like a girl has a clip piercing because they have like ten thousand nerve endings in their clit and then like uh guys have all the nerve endings as well and jody what's that face for
4: i'm just mesmerized by <laughs> <see> the piercing
3: <laughs> down there.
5: Okay? Like it happened <laughs>
4: I'm a bit old school, I like,
5: guess.
3: What you won't care saying. For
5: nope. <laughs> that one ex that was supposed to come with us to that tournament that one year, she has one, so just out that. So
2: wait. I learned. Who? Okay, that Prince Alba. Albert Albert is is like, the,
5: the I got the jersey for her. She she had a clip piercing, and that was what I I learned for a okay. reason. So it's like the
4: Prince Alba forgot.
0: Yeah, okay. And wow. just yeah,
4: Um, i'm not not gonna lie i know i'm not a host here or anything but uh
1: tiger
0: king here uh okay let's talk about jeff lowe i I, I, i'm more curious about him more than anything um jeff lowe was the guy who eventually buys the uh the zoo from joe
3: buy it he stole stole it he stole it from
0: him Stole it from him. What, no, because- so Joe, gave it to him.
3: Joe put it like Joe thought he was going to lose the zoo, so he put it in Jeff's name. And Jeff just like, Thanks,
1: right? Yeah, he totally screwed him over. Yeah, which is
0: and through all these dealings, you really get this confirmation that Joe is not the most savvy businessman in the world. No, no. Uh, doesn't quite, no. not the best reader of people, doesn't really know. Um, if people are sort of manipulating him or not, which Jeff definitely was. And so this Jeff Lowe guy comes along, takes basically his whole business, um, reduces him to sort of maybe a little more than a figurehead. Um, and this is around the same time that, Je- that uh, Joe goes into his presidential campaign and hooks up with this guy who is like a Walmart employee, I believe. Yeah, he,
4: he was managing a store, a Walmart store. But, his own yeah, were to be in politics.
0: right. He had some uh some strong
3: a smart guy, Joshua, I think his name Josh, is Josh. Yeah,
0: right. He had some strong libertarian um viewpoints that he, I guess, just wanted to use Joe in order to sort of uh, broadcast those out into the mainstream. so that that's sort of what their their arrangement was. Uh, and through all of that whole period, like what that whole situation was. And, and what was Josh, what he, what he said was, I was um, Joe's campaign manager for about a year and a half. And it was the worst experience of my life. And when he first says it, you go, ah, ah, ah that's kind of funny. But yeah, then uh, you, you quickly happened. realize that, no, you, you've you earned that. You've earned that seen statement. some shit.
3: Well, he <laughs> shot, Travis shot himself in front of. Yeah, him.
0: Yeah, well, Travis obviously being the biggest one there, he saw this uh, Joe's husband um, um, shoot himself in in his head right in front of him.
1: So, breaking news: Tiger King Joe Exotic transferred to prison medical facility after coronavirus isolation. So he's.
3: So it doesn't say that he actually has the coronavirus. Oh no, he's already had it.
1: Yeah,
4: there you know. Oh, does he? Yeah. Does that yeah, mean he could die from this? Fragile. Well, he's not—he's not a young man either, so you know he might have complications with this.
0: He could. How old is Joe Exotic? Do we know? Born in '63. Uh, sixty-three. He's older than. He's born in
2: '63.
0: He's
1: born in 1963, so he's uh, what is Fifty-seven. That? Fifty-seven.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah. Fourteen years older than me. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for him, mostly. Um, I think yeah. that's the
1: thing. where is going back to sympathetic and we all feel sorry, I think most people feel sorry when they get to the end of that show for him, even though he's a lunatic in other moments in the show where he's very violent. Violent tendencies and violent but then he's also very lovable toward animals and it's, it's, it's a lot of mixed well, emotions.
4: Even, even when they were doing the kind of voiceover thing with him, he was talking a little bit uh, I guess to one of the the people who were like documenting things, and he said basically, along the lines of like, I started this, I started this because of my love for animals, and then i it, it slowly got away from me. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, it totally got away from you, apparently. but, yeah, it's i uh, you get the same vibe with this as you did with making a murderer, yes. where the entire time you're like, you know, this is all just fuckery. Like everything's fuckery in this thing. And then at the end of it, you're just like, wow, I kind of feel bad for the guy, even though realistically he may have done it. Um, you know, it's the same thing with Joe. We don't know if he did or didn't. Um, it they, they convicted him. So you got to remember, we don't always get the full picture. You know, they well, might have,
3: convict, just convict him. Of, they
4: convicted him on the on the animal abuse charges.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, right. But, you know the the real realistically, yeah, he euthanized he euthanized five tigers. Like that's what they said. Yeah,
3: but, but we don't know the why. question
4: is why we don't know why, right? He never explains it. Nobody's asked him it, yeah, uh, or strong. at least it's not documented. He's they just didn't show time.
3: it. Like when you're filming like this 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 kind of filming, um, there's great manipulation that can happen, just like with making a murder. Oh something. yeah,
4: they yeah. they twisted a lot of things with making a murder as well, right?
1: He shot those tigers, right? They proved that he shot them. So it's not like you know. No.
3: To shooting them.
1: Right, right. So, but usually when you put an animal down, you give them some sort of chemical that kills them or stops their heart or whatever, right? Well, that's what he
4: said though. He said I could either do it with a dart and they right. suffer a little bit longer, or right. I do it with. You got to remember these are big animals. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Well, so these aren't animals that when
0: you they
3: you were know, all shot you, in the head.
4: Well, they're all shot in the head, so I assume he was trying to do it quickly.
0: Here's a question for the group. Uh, if um, Donald Trump provides a pardon to Joe Exotic, which uh, I think shock wouldn't shock me, um, would you would you be happy about it or indifferent or upset?
1: Tremendous guy. One of the best Joe yeah. Exotic.
4: Love his tigers. They look great. Great uh, tigers. Everyone yeah, says they're yeah, the know. best
2: tigers.
3: <laughs> you do it
4: definitely <laughs> better than I do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I
3: I could give a shit, really.
4: I, I really don't care. Yeah, uh, me either. Really, like, yeah. So, whether I'm Joe's in prison in or exactly whether Joe's
0: out Zodiac. is sort of irrelevant. Yeah. You, you know, know. What, I'm not that okay.
4: invested in Joe, uh, Joe Exotic. Uh, you know, it's he's definitely an interesting guy, I guess. I wouldn't mind knowing a little bit more about.
3: You know, I'm sure but, there's a book opportunity happening. I
4: was, oh, more, more, invested in, in
1: yeah. I was more invested in Stephen Avery. And whether or not he should be got, be let out of prison over Joe Exotic.
4: Well, between the two of them, I think if you if you just compare them from the the evidence viewpoint and whatnot, um, Avery definitely looks like he's got a much better case when it comes to the fact that he didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, where Joe, we know he did do it. Uh, we know he some of the charges that he's done.
3: Killer. He publicly threatened to kill her. Over but I'm not even over talking over about that. Like
4: we know yeah. he killed the tigers. Yeah. Like we know that yeah. he even admitted it. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know if all of his charges are because of that. Uh, oh, we got a coffin kid in the background here. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. It with that, like, Avery. If Avery got a pardon tomorrow, I would be like, well, you know, give him another trial. Like, I'm not saying the guy's totally innocent here either.
2: Right. Uh,
4: but, you know, Joe Exotic, I think, is definitely guilty. It's just a matter of what is he guilty for. Um, oh, I'm by myself now. Um, but, um, you know, it's a matter of, you know, what did he actually do the things that he said? I don't think he's actually in jail for the the threat on her, is he?
0: Uh, he's No. Well, yes, yeah, he that is. One the he was convicted of murder for hire. Oh, he um, was? Okay. Yeah. And so, animal abuse. So it was both. They don't, yeah.
4: they don't just do that, guys. Let's be honest. Okay. They must have had something else. Well,
3: they had a public
2: Well, I think
0: that Jeff Lowe said. and his like little henchman there, I think they did set him up. I think that the I think he literally legitimately offered to pay that guy three thousand dollars. It yeah. was five thousand. He's like, All I have is three thousand. The guy's like, Okay, give me three thousand. And, that, and should the be, that
4: should be like literally, that should be your first indication that this might right. be But the, it's terrible. also an
0: indication that Joe Exotic is not a very smart person and maybe is no, too dumb to be in jail for this. Um, we have
4: to look at it this way, though, guys. This guy made a lot of money. Like he yes. took a little tiny pissant, little tiny place and made it huge. Right. So yeah. you can't tell me Joe Exotic's a complete idiot because he's not.
0: No, he's not a complete idiot. He's, he's, but like, you know, like a lot of people, he's good at a couple of things in life. Um, but clearly, but clearly not at everything. Um, no. his feud with Baskin in particular kind of shows this that, that it wasn't really smart. I don't think you would have sent Doc Antle doing
1: the same thing. Um, well, I
4: think Antle's the smartest out of the bunch,
1: yeah,
2: Quite
4: far.
1: Um, he's not well connected, though. Carol Baskin yeah. is the most well connected.
4: Oh, yeah. she's she's connected like a mafia boss, like <laughs> right. And, 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 and her like
2: cousin, man, right? So.
4: that guy is just shady as shit. Every yeah, time we, you see him on on the video, you're like, oh. Can man, we talk cool about him for a second?
0: Because Harold Baskin, Baskin, I think, is probably Carol Baskin's greatest weapon. Um, also. There's something weird going on with their whole marriage, I think. Uh, depending on how you want to quantify well, it.
4: You guys noticed this when when they were interviewing the two of them. They're sitting on like, I guess it's like the porch of their house or something or wherever they were doing their little thing. They got a table in between them. And every time they ask a question, he answers first, and then as she's speaking, he keeps looking at her with this like leer. almost like don't say what I I know you could say it don't fucking say it right so you think
0: he's manipulating her
4: yeah it's almost like he's kind of manipulating her to a degree too that's interesting
0: that's what I got Because you saw like they had their wedding photos from the beach right and there was the photo of him sort of in the uh, he had like the leash on with the collar and she was sort of like uh, dominating above him
4: Okay, and this is the thing that bothered me from day one when it came to Carol Baskin, or whatever her name is. Um, Carol, we'll call her. Um, The one thing that always bugged me about her is, like, this lady is, like, getting pictures of, like, fake heads on her. Uh, She's always, like, pimped out in some sort of, like, skin-looking clothes. Right, uh, some some some
0: animal print uh, thing of some kind. (laughs)
4: Like, does that not sit a little weird with everybody else, like if you're trying to preserve these animals, why are you kind of almost insinuating you have their skin on? You know what I mean? Like it's um, just, I know she wasn't wearing real skin or anything. I get that, but
0: right
4: it seems kind of like a bad taste. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: yeah, I agree. I don't think that animal prints a particularly good look, uh, whether you're uh, a cat fanatic or not. I,
2: uh,
0: I
1: thought when, um, when, 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 uh, uh, Joe Exotic uh, renamed his company to the same company name as her, except entertainment. And then he used like the same. I thought I laughed. I thought that was the most hilariously genius thing just to get back at her. You know, like, I I mean, it was unbelievable that he was doing it. But at the same time, it was just so. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, again, not dumb. Like, he was clever. Like, he, he, he
0: he was was dumb because
1: that just brought a lawsuit on that
0: ended yes. up bankrupting him and that's what allowed Jeff Lowe to come in and correct, ta- correct. and yes. take him
1: over, right? It, like it was, it was dumb and what the consequences of it, but the the outcome what, what what he wanted to occur did occur. It pissed her off immensely. Oh
4: he was he always had her foaming.
2: Yeah. Right
0: yeah he should he should have just have kept done. making K- hey kitty kitty music videos yeah. and things yeah. like that oh yeah uh, which was hilarious uh- <laughs> you know what
4: it, it's I'll, I'll tell you as I said while I was watching the show and I've, I've said to a couple of people I've talked to about it the, the man is a showman like <laughs> yes you number know, one anybody that would have that guy in the, in their zoo or you know protection program or anything like that like he is an asset when it comes to that for sure yeah Uh, but don't let him run your business and don't go
0: in. don't go into the restaurant business with him either
4: uh, no uh, no, i wouldn't do that (laughs) um yeah or i wouldn't go into the restaurant business with carol either
1: guys this man got 19 percent of the vote for governor in oklahoma (laughs) (laughs) 19 (laughs) percent Not That's nothing. Yes, of the voting block voted for him for 1 government. in 5 Oklahomans. One in 5 people in Oklahoma voted for 1 in for him. 5
4: Oklahomans that voted.
1: Yes. Yes. Voted
4: for this man. That is incredible. Right. And this is the guy that gave out condoms with his face on it.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. He's, a, he's the Sex Gel uh Empire uh Emperor, I guess. And banana uh, Hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Banana Hammocks. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the underwear
4: like the man, the man knew how to merchandise. Like when they're doing that thing where, like, they're showing him, like, doing the tour and stuff, and he's like, you know, there's a chance you can get pissed on by a tiger, and you know, we have gift, uh, you know, in the gift shop, we got T-shirts that say it for you, you know, yeah. like, like, brilliant marketing. I, it's I like, could, oh, by the way, you might get pissed on, but you know what, you can get a shirt that says you did.
1: I couldn't help think about the comparisons for me between Joe Exotic and Donald Trump because they're both salesmen showmen marketers full of shit they <laughs> you know they have a lot in common and, and and they're both successful at what at being what they are which is bullshit Phony salesmen that just say the same bullshit over and over. This is best, you know,
4: yeah, snake oil
0: salesman.
1: Yeah. Snake oil salesman, and and uh, you know, selling little, literally uh, snake oil and condoms and. Of- it's yeah, ironic
0: because this whole documentary starts off with uh, a snake uh, venom, um, yeah, scene right where the guy's
2: trying it to. Kind of interesting. Take my it favorite,
4: out. my favorite thing was right near the beginning, where he's sitting there, he's talking, he's having like a valid conversation with like the interviewer. And he's sitting on a fence, but there's the the enclosure behind him, and he keeps putting his hand in, and the fucking tiger keeps like nipping at him like hard. <laughs> he's like, oh, they're great animals.
0: <laughs> it's okay, they won't I do know. nothing to you. Uh,
3: Jeff, because like Jeff. no think...
0: Joe. I was talking about. Joe, oh,
3: because Jeff, Jeff had, had the same problem. Though. Jeff had no. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. No, uh, the cats didn't like him at all. Oh yeah.
0: Well, he was just sneaking uh, those um, those cats into with carry on luggage into Vegas hotels so he could have threesomes, right?
2: Yeah. Hey,
4: you know what? Work with what you got.
1: Yeah, he's I that guy's it. a little cheater too. You know, like <laughs> in a way, that's genius. Yeah, oh, I mean, it, it, the thing that's sad about all of these guys, but especially him, especially Jeff, is and Bogavon is the fact that women. Fawn over these guys over not them, but the cat. There's nothing to do. If they ran into that guy in the bar, they'd be like, Get the fuck away from me. All those hot chicks,
0: you know? Right. But uh, it's that whole thing. They talk about like the fact that you're behind, you're with this exotic animal. And uh, while we see it, it, it's not exclusive to women. We see definitely that these, these young men were definitely enthralled with it. But yeah, like sort of these young, troubled youth who are just attracted to money power uh sort of this exotic aspect of things like they just will sort of submit everything and they'll be like "No, whatever you want
1: yeah 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 sterling, uh is anything in a while what are you what are you thinking you there sterling what
5: was
1: the question oh, sorry awesome. yeah i'm sorry that's right. what are your feelings on what's you know just just everything we've been talking about you got any thoughts
5: yeah i don't know i feel like for me the show was just like they would dip your toe in the pool of like a, an interesting topic and then they would just go on to a next topic like i felt like there were so many things they could have dived in further into and they didn't and that's what i like why i said at the very beginning of this podcast was like how did this show even get released Because I just felt like there's so many, it was just small little topics just pushed together to make a a show when it could have had so much more backstory on it. So
2: that's what
4: I felt like. There's so many,
2: yeah.
4: It's like a hundred piece puzzle, but you only got like 70 70 of the pieces exactly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like my question about this whole thing is like, what will happen to these people? I think that they're going to become like these mega celebrities now and i think you know i yeah. think the fact i think that more people watched this whole series because of this pandemic and the fact that we're all sort of at oh, home right now
4: let's be honest the streaming people right now are making a killing right like, because they got everybody exactly where they want them they have them at home right and you know what it's a it, it's the whole you know movies movies only really do well on weekends you know it's the same idea right because that's the only time that we can get people into theaters. Well, you got literally a good chunk of the population of the planet right now. Uh, Well, not everybody, of course, but you know, a good population of the, the areas that subscribe to these services sitting at home. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be popular. Like a Matt Damon, a Matt Damon virus movie from like what? Seven years ago or something like that. Contagion. That's like <laughs> top in. That's top in like four countries right now. <laughs>
3: pandemic and a whole and bunch of yeah. like people just love to watch stuff that
4: they want to watch. Shit that yeah. relates to what's going on right now, just yeah. to scare them even more. Like and, you, know, and, you
1: know, and Tiger King kind of does relate even to how the virus started. Like we were talking again about uh, earlier about um, exotic animals, and then like now tigers have coronavirus. But it all started here, what we think, with the ex- uh, the the exotic. Um, uh, Food uh, animal trade that goes on in China, where they kill bats and all sorts of different things. That is what how they think this. So, so here's is. the
4: problem that I have with calling this exotic. Okay, just because we don't eat it doesn't mean that some other country doesn't. True. And there's a lot of things like, for instance, I don't eat lamb. Okay, I don't eat lamb and I don't eat veal. Okay, there's a lot of people in this country that do. Okay, but I don't because I don't agree with their methods. Okay, uh, but there's a lot of people that, for instance. Um, you know, like, you know, dogs, for instance, are eaten in some countries, okay? Right. We would never think of that, but to them, that's normal, right? So, yeah. like, the whole, like, oh, well, they ate bats, and that's what caused all this shit. It's like, well, that may be so, but it could have easily happened here, too. Like, you have to be, you know... Well, I mean,
0: a cow is an example
1: of that, too, right? Like, obviously, exactly. was- sure. there's yeah. a lot of countries that like, will never touch a cow.
3: Like, right? Europeans eat a lot of horse.
4: Yeah, yeah. Horse meat is very popular in a lot of countries. Um, mm-hmm. I would never eat a horse. Um, the, the,
0: the 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 big one is uh is gonna be from deer potentially because there's a there's a d- disease that's going around with deer right now called, um, pyrions or something like that. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. And if it
0: if it jumps to humans, which it can through consumption, but potentially, uh, it will be very bad. Uh, for well,
4: this is also like the you know, and I, obviously this podcast has nothing to do with this virus, but but in reality it you know kind of stretches into the whole exotic trade i'm sure there's somewhere in the world they're they're eating tigers okay like you know they 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 eat rhino horn for fuck's sakes like like this is this is weird shit like you know it, there's there's nothing that's off the table when it comes to animals and eating them you know what i mean like there's always some country that's willing to do it so
0: it's, right. Well, yeah. just this whole like because they, when they tell us in this documentary that there are more tigers in the U.S. than there are in the ti- captivity. In, in captivity in the U.S. than there are in the wild worldwide, which is just bloody. That's just disgusting. is like is somebody like Joe Exotic um, doing a service in the sense that he's breeding these animals and, and for the species is going to continue. Is there sort of a benefit to that, or is the risk of him, um, you know, potentially mistreating these animals, or uh, they they them be, they, starving because he can't afford to feed them enough or 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 or, or treat them well enough? Um, what is sort of the tipping point where we say you know you're doing a good thing to the point where we say well this is not worth it? Who who can judge that? I guess. I guess you're it's telling- all it's all dependent on the suffering of the animal right like how much suffering is is are these
4: yeah, uh, but you, you may look at you know uh, uh, an animal being whipped to correct its behavior as a bad thing where somebody else may think that that's not a bad thing so like where do you draw that line I guess is what it comes down to is this animal abuse in my opinion it is uh, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that would say that it isn't um, you know there's a lot of people that support zoos <laughs> I've never been a massive fan of zoos Um, you know, because I'm not a big fan of that to begin with, but you know, there's a lot of people that love zoos, you know, and, and look at them as an educational you know, venue, that kind of thing, uh, which I guess in some ways they can be, but you know, you have sea world, same thing, you know, a couple of years ago, sea world had a lot of issues as well, uh, with, you know, the, the treatment of their animals and everybody got all hop up and about it. But we don't know how that actually, you know, as, as a layman in this scenario, I don't know how zoos run. I don't know how they, you know, are supposed to treat tigers. I have no idea. Like, are they allowed to whip them? Should they whip them? Does it actually hurt them when they whip them? I don't fucking know. Um, I would assume it does.
3: Well, you would want to have some kind of way of controlling an animal that is that big and vicious and... And stuff, but like you have no problem correcting a dog.
4: No, I have no problem correcting a dog at all. But I'm not going to sit there and beat a dog either.
3: No, so you don't use a whip to do it. But there's some people that
4: would say, "Well, Jody, you're yelling at your dog. That's abuse, right?" It's like, well, okay, I guess to some people it would be. Well, Um, I mean, people knock their
3: dog down with their knee all the time.
4: Yeah, a lot of people, you know. And if you if you look at like police trained dogs and stuff like that, they they get you know corrected they have their asses pushed down sometimes stuff like that that could be considered abuse
0: as well right yeah sure um i don't know where the magic line or sort of oh, the, that's the, uh, the point of where we say that's the point but i guess is there uh, is there a benefit for them breeding these tigers is it worth it should if, if so, shouldn't it be done by people who are licensed and regulated more um, proficiently that uh, you know, strong considerations like suffering and, uh, and, and, and also danger, um, sort of danger to the public, danger to the animals themselves is considered?
4: Well, I think it could be summed up really easily just based on one of the first scenes we see in the entire series. There's a snow leopard sitting in a hot van. Panting. Like, why? Should you that know, be allowed? To, to
3: this weather. Yeah, don't they're, they're climatized
4: worry. to this weather because he was born here. Whatever. Yeah, but
3: not in a hot van.
4: That's like saying a polar bear is climatized to Florida because it oh, was no. born there. No. It's still <laughs> developed in a way that it's not suitable for that environment. Right. right. That's right? uh, like, not, it's not, a, not a, a fucking name. Like, this isn't rocket science.
1: I don't We see it i don't know if like the private zoos should exist i don't know if all any zoos should exist
2: i I don't think any
1: zoo should technically exist but
0: we see in this documentary that shaquille o'neal goes and buys two tigers from joe exotic right while he's on a trip to oklahoma yes should that be allowed no no
3: but there is a lot of people i mean but do i hate
0: shaquille o'neal for that no
3: yeah like there's a lot of people that own tigers and
4: yeah, Mike and Tyson.
3: Exotic animals that they shouldn't have. I mean, look at the whole chick with the monkey in IKEA.
4: Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago, yeah. She's walking around with a bloody monkey in IKEA.
0: I wouldn't want to be anywhere near these things like, like uh, tigers. But I wouldn't be anywhere um, near tigers. Apes. They live
1: down, down the road. That's the yeah. problem. That's the problem I have with zoos. is. We, you know, we are near them. They're down the road. We just don't realize it. They, they mentioned oh, it. Oh yeah, we January. drive from where we are.
3: We've been to what, Killerman.
1: 50, I've been to a couple of zoos in the area. Yeah.
3: We've for been sure. to Killerman Zoo or whatever. Kill, it's Killman called. Zoo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, uh, uh, my, my, my old big boss's big there. daughter. It's, works there.
4: Yeah, it's basically almost all big cats there.
3: We got yeah. to see tigers that day. Yeah.
0: I was at a fundraiser one night. It was for Killman Zoo because I was connected to somebody who worked there. And uh, yeah, they brought out a little lion cub and brought it yeah. around. And I, you know, I'm looking back on that incident in my life and going, uh, "Did should I do something I wrong? That? Should I have, should I have said this is bullshit and w- ran out and protested?" Well, or you know, you could think-
4: do that if you feel that strongly about it. You I know, mean, I'm not I, I, about uh, Being in a country where you can do that, um, I'm sure there's zoos in countries where you can't do that.
0: I didn't at the time, but like maybe like, after watching this, I maybe you know it's changing my perspective a little bit.
1: Amanda and I were in Morocco, and we went on this like um, camel riding thing where they basically we got to this like place right by on the sea where, but it was kind of like you um, know sand, and they had all these camels sitting around in a circle, and and they're all attached you know by ropes, and. So Amanda goes first, and she gets on the camel, and she comes off, and she's, like, not feeling it, not, she's not happy. So I did it, too, and then just the whole, the whole thing of just, it was literally for 30 seconds to a minute, we're on these camels, and then we're off, and just the whole, like, moment, I didn't really understand, like, why Amanda was upset in the moment, but, like, throughout the day, I started thinking about it, and I was, like, these camels just sit there all day, I mean, I know they're kind of, naturally able to do it because camels have that ability but um the point i'm trying to make is should we abuse animals for the pleasure of our photography for our our moment to ride them for 30 seconds like what are we doing as humans like why are we doing this well there are
0: some people who could think that having even dogs or cats at home is is what's the purpose of that why is that okay uh i think that that's you know it's a slippery slope that argument
5: um i think i think that slippery slope really should be dependent on education right like so on the talk of you you're saying morocco like i was in thailand laos and Cambodia, where and vietnam where they have so many elephant sanctuaries right and there's some where you're allowed riding on them and those are viewed as unethical reserves and they're really cheap like you should look at the price as well of what you're paying to do that whereas there's some thailand elephant reserves where you pay a lot of money And you don't get a ride on them, but you bathe them and you feed them and you're educated on them, right? So I think there is that line. And my view on zoos is, like, if they're in the terms of education and what's the word when they bring them back to the wild, like rehabilitate them back to being able to go into the wild, I think that would be an acceptable way for zoos. Like, let's say all those tigers were being sort of taught how to survive in the wild, and then one day they'll be released in the wild. I think that would be an acceptable view because that number should be reversed, right? We shouldn't have the numbers in captivity. They should be in the wild. So if we're able to educate the public and not and do it ethically and then try to release them back in the wild if possible, I think that would be like the acceptable way of having zoos and animals in
0: captivity. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and my friend who has experience working in zoos, her and I talked, I'm like, if there's, if we are able to breed things that are going extinct why are we not reintroducing them into um, into places where they're becoming extinct? And she said because would be they there would have to there would have to be absolutely no human contact to from birth. And she said and that's extremely extremely hard to do.
0: Right. Cause th- so there's a certain level of domestication to yeah. these animals that are born in ca- captivity from the, the start right from
3: the get go. I think
4: it was, is it China or Japan? It's one of the two where the, the people who work in the breeding programs for the pandas actually dress in panda costumes. Yes. Like to do all the stuff. So then that way they only ever see pandas.
1: You know I went I mean? to the panda, um, zoo in Beijing. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, I went I went there and uh oh, okay. I, I never saw the like people dressed up like but I didn't see anybody like and we had to like are the fences are very far away from the pandas for the most part. There's a few that get close, uh, but that they're uh, they are just so chill though, pandas man, like they just oh, yeah. they don't give a fuck about anything. They're just Yeah, like, yeah, yeah they're eat. just they're just here to eat. Yeah, yeah. they're just
3: they give a fuck about bamboo.
1: Yeah, they love bamboo. They love bamboo, and they're just chilling there. And it was the most chill zoo you ever see, like you know. But there's, I don't know, it was different. It was, but the panda zoo is um, that I got. They're going. They would probably go extinct if they weren't in a zoo, right? A panda. Yeah, so, I, so like, is that what we should reserve zoos, zoos for? Is almost endangered species. Endangered species. Preservation like, of animals. Yeah, maybe yeah i
3: think think all zoos
1: have that intent right
3: well i think some zoos actually are 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 like a sanctuary too where they rescue animals that are in situations that they shouldn't have been in
4: like the main thing is like a lot of these sanctuaries and stuff they have to make money like how are how are they going to make money to feed the animals and you know care for these animals and you can't do everything on volunteer hours like there's you know there's vendors that have to be paid for the food, and not to you mention know, you, you can't just
0: take a tiger and drop it off in the Canadian outback and, uh, and no, hope that no. they will survive. It would, it's not. Meant well, I'm that. sure a
4: tiger would do pretty well, but in reality, you're really fucking up the food chain. You know, well,
0: it's not. It's it's not meant for that that um, ecosystem. Oh, it'll, right? it'll die right. out
4: from eating the wrong type of food that it's
0: right. Your uh, Canada lynx would be more suited for it uh than than or a bobcat or something like that that actually yeah. is from that environment but well that's... it's like
3: like the whole scenario of a polar bear being in florida right oh. their bodies are not meant even if they're born in captivity are not meant to be in that kind of heat and that kind of um, environment well, yeah we... it's like taking it's like taking a husky
4: down to florida like
2: well
3: then we... you know
4: that's fine if you have it in an air-conditioned you know environment all the time but you know, if you plan on putting this dog outside, you know, in your backyard all the time in Florida, well, that's not a very good existence for that particular type of animal. It's been climatized to a certain climate. And speaking mm-hmm.
1: of Florida, you have in the Everglades, the pythons are literally taking over the whole ecosystem within yeah. the Everglades. And so, like, you you have moments where, where people own these exotic animals or whatever you want to call them, um, animals that should not be... In a, uh, a place where they're not from, um, and then if they get loose, and then they breed like at mass, like a like a snake can, then they can really screw up the whole ecosystem, and 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 it can really start to affect our our habitat as not only humans but all the other animals that are here. You know,
0: absolutely. Um, so I think we should stop th- doing th- it.
4: Yeah, I think we're I think we're getting way past what we're supposed to be talking about here, but.
0: Yeah. well I think I think it's the whole idea of zoos and what the morality of that and animals in captivity and what's yeah. the benefit of that is there an educational benefit is this exploitation of animals uh, and and is it is there a certain level of cruelty I think these are all themes that come from this series that are worth talking about I think it's I don't know if we can we certainly can't sort them out in yeah. an hour and a half I don't think we're uh, no I no. Uh, any, uh, we're coming up to an hour I'm and a half. Sure um, the internet, like, come on. Yeah, so I'm thinking we're, we, you know, I think we've said all we can say about uh, about Tiger King, uh, murder Mayhem and Madness for now. However,
3: for now. I want to see know, the next episode.
0: We know that there's going to be uh, an, an, an episode eight. Um, there's going to be more to come with this. We will see um, if Joe Exotic somehow is pardoned by Tr- Donald Trump in this. um, I, I so, wouldn't hold your breath on that. I, I can't rule it out. I can't rule it out. Uh, and he, there's some sort of uh, sequel to his saga. I can't say that I won't tune in.
4: Um, it, it just comes down to the fact that right now in the current, the current situation of the world, I think we're looking for any way to escape reality for a little bit.
2: Yeah.
4: A nice little way of escaping reality. And you come out of it. Just it's, you know what? Candace watched it at first. And I, she didn't, like, want, to didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. I'm like, because I'm not a big fan of anything about abuse when it comes to animals and stuff. I'm a, I'm really touchy on the subject. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm just like, oh, geez, I hope that. And then she watched a couple episodes. She's like, well, you don't really see any abuse with the animals for the most part. Like, you see them in cages and stuff. But, you know, she goes, it has really nothing to do about that for the most part. It has to do with the characters than anything. Yeah. So that's when I started watching it. I watched the first episode. And Candace was already in bed when I watched it. She comes and walks by, and she's like, "She's like, what's up?" And I'm just like, "I gotta watch another fucking episode." Like, I'm, I'm, I'm already hooked at this point. So it's, it's, it's a nice little. And that's away, not I the guess.
3: first time that Jody's had those.
4: Uh, it's <laughs> like making like, a
3: murderer. I right? never watched making yeah, a until she it, Until so. I watched it, but. So I like those mm-hmm. documentary kind of things, especially if there's like a mystery to be solved in it. I'm but, into that. You know,
4: we're I think right now, I think the popularity of this is it's great timing for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, mean it, I think it would have been huge even if this pandemic thing wasn't going on. But I, I think don't it think
4: it was... would be as I don't think I think the main reason like Candace, I'm sure the main reason why she watched it is because she saw it on Facebook. You know, somebody complained. You know talking about it going oh it's
3: you know this is the most bizarre thing yeah because it wouldn't be the type of documentary i would normally watch yeah
4: and it never even came up on my list for netflix so like it's nowhere close to a match for me and you know candace is like i, like, I had to look it up in the search that's how deep it was for me um but um you know with that i just it's i, th- I think it came at a great time a great opportunity and with the fact that literally everybody's sticking on social media right now. It's it's a great way to get the thing out. Like we're doing a podcast about this guys.
3: Yeah. Oh like, I want to shout out to two of my weirdo friends, Scott and Kathy, who are watching right now. Hey oh, Scott and Kathy.
0: Hello like Scott. <laughs> Joining yeah. us on this ride. Yes. Um, I want You're to also very shout very very out very very to very uh, to Sterling who has joined us from Brisbane, Australia, and is is actually he's it's uh, he's so far away it's Monday where he is. So uh almost almost uh tuesday almost halfway to tuesday
4: it's pretty cool that we can like literally do a live chat with somebody that's like across the world that's pretty it's neat make you feel at home
1: yeah it man. So,
3: feel- so so no, Sterling- making you feel at home Sterling. Oh. i haven't insulted you yet
1: Ka- kathy just responded <laughs> to that <laughs> woo-hoo! woohoo yeah we
0: got a little shout out there in the chat uh, Sterling, uh what's going on in your life uh in in australia what uh, what should we know
5: uh, I gotta go into self isolation, so like today will probably be the last day I can leave the house. So, if I want a job, I have to go into self isolation. So that's the news. I, I just got the text. That was the vibrating was me getting a text from that potential boss, being like, "You gotta isolate." So I'm like, For "Yay!" Fourteen days. Fourteen
0: days. Can't leave the house.
5: So you have some time yeah.
0: to do some podcasts uh, over the next fourteen yeah,
5: days. I definitely will. Uh, there'll be a little legal green substance evolved, and uh, the podcast. That's pretty much it.
0: All right. Well, hey, let's do some. Uh, the best part about this podcast is we can talk about things that just came out like Tiger King. But uh, we just uh, yesterday over on Live Longer podcast, we did a recap of uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture from 1979. Uh, well, it's a brutal movie, by the way. It's a brutal movie. Next week, it's of Khan. It's we'll be doing that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Jeff and I will be talking about Westworld uh, Season 3, Episode 4. Uh, Ed Harris is back, everybody. So that's going to be exciting.
2: Let's go. I love that kind
0: of black back. Yeah. And uh, if you want us to cover more TV shows and movies, or you want us to maybe do a rewatch, let us know uh, in the comments, or uh, you know, send us a message through the ether of social media and email and all that stuff. Uh, we'd love to uh, get some suggestions, uh, whether it's something we've seen before or not. Uh, that's part of the game. want to thank uh, the whole panel tonight. Uh, we might be back for Tiger King in a few weeks, uh, considering episode eight and perhaps more to this story is coming. So, let's pause on that for now. I'm Dave Mater. I'm uh, Mater. And Jeff Mater. Uh, <laughs>
3: You're Dave Mater.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sterling. Thank you, Jody and Candice. Uh, remember, after I hit stop, we can still talk. Uh, this will just end the live broadcast. So, uh, thanks, thanks everybody, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow for more. Thank thanks
2: for having
3: us, Dave. No Thank problem.
0: You. Hey, thanks. Good. And have everyone in and stay safe and stay healthy out there.